All right. Hello and welcome to the Erratic Unicorn Podcast. We have a lot to talk about this weekend. Oh my goodness. For one, let's just start off. I'm just going to dive right into it. Remember, this is like unscripted, off the rip. I'm just going to like completely like BS my way through. But let's just get started, okay? Let's get started. I'm so excited. So Sony issued out a statement apologizing for their PlayStation 5 fiasco with the pre-orders. I'm glad they did. Even though I really blame Walmart for starting that whole phase of we're going to be the first to start our pre-order. Sony probably should have let them start on the same accord, given like a specific time. But I do think, honestly, all in all, that the way that it went down was the way that it should have gone down because a lot of us ended up getting pre-orders. Some of us didn't. But, you know, there's going to be more later. And I think the way that we all got on the websites at the same time saved some people from being able to do that scalping nonsense. You know, there's still some scalpers on there that have gone over to eBay to do their thing or whatever with the, we're going to sell this PlayStation 5 for like $1,000. Like, no. I think they're going to flood the market before the year is out, so scalpers will have to come down off of their high horse. Fingers crossed, hopefully, because I want everybody to end up with the system that they love. I do, I do, I do. Now, as far as Walmart goes, they issued out a statement saying that they were going to have more pre-orders available online and in store and they came back like an hour later and it was like psych bitch just kidding <laughs> they were like we're not gonna do in-store pre-orders because we care about social distancing like really really bitch come on now Walmart does not give a damn about social distancing. Let me just say that right now. I shop at Walmart. I see the games they play. They'll have three lines open out of like 25. And all of the three lines that are open are right next to each other. So how you distance in Walmart? Make it make sense. Okay. So I think they're full of shit. I really do. I'm just going to straight up say it. They are full of it. Okay. They saw that it wasn't going to be a good look for them to have all those people rushing in and try to get a pre-order for the PlayStation when most of these physical stores are only going to have like, I'm going to say maybe 10 at the most, at the most, maybe 10. I'd be shocked if all of these states had more than that at launch on launch day. And let me just say Sony... They are some marketing geniuses. They put the price points out for $399 for the digital edition and then $499 for the disc-based edition, right? But it looks like from all the data that's compiled from every store that had pre-orders available, 75%, 75% of the game systems for Sony that were on sale were the disc-based editions, meaning that 75% of the PlayStation sold with the pre-orders were priced at $499. The other 25% were the digital editions, meaning, meaning they are so funny to me. That is like the ultimate, you know, <laughs> move. You know what I'm saying? Because we know that it's really expensive to build these machines and they're already selling them at a loss 
So they put this false scarcity out there for that digital edition for a reason. We're not going to really see that many digital editions sold till after launch. Watch. Watch what I say. (laughs) But on to the real news of today. Microsoft bought Bethesda for $7.5 billion. I am shook right now as a PlayStation fanboy. Like, I just have to say that I am so shocked. I wasn't expecting them to buy Bethesda, but it makes sense on their part. And you know what? A lot of us were talking mad junk about Microsoft not having any exclusives. So... We got to eat our words now because I highly doubt that I highly doubt Microsoft is just going to allow every Bethesda game to be multi-platform. I'm just going to straight up say that right now. And I'm going to tell you why. Let's be real. Microsoft doesn't have that many exclusive games to the platform. We have Flight Simulator, which looks really awesome, by the way. You have Halo, and then you have Gears of War, right? And that's about it. Oh, and Fable. They're doing a new Fable, finally. But, like, there's not much to choose from. And there's nothing that really gives Xbox users the incentive to have something that is Xbox only. You know what I mean? And as much as Microsoft puts this whole thing about exclusives are anti-consumer... It's what drives you to buy a particular system. You don't see Microsoft... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm rambling. You don't see Nintendo, my bad. You don't see Nintendo basically saying, we're going to put Mario on the PlayStation. We're going to put Mario on the Xbox. We're going to put Mario this, that, and third. No, because like they have respect for their properties... They respect those properties enough to build them to the highest quality and it put them on their systems for them to be system sellers, okay? System sellers. Microsoft is not fooling anybody by their statements currently. Everything that Sony's been doing, Microsoft did prior to that in the Xbox 360 years. Where, I don't know if you guys remember, because I'm old enough to remember, back when the 360 was around, when it was the 360 versus the PS3, Activision had a deal in place with Microsoft where Call of Duty fans got their DLC earlier than on the PS3. I remember because I had a PS3. I'm a Sony fanboy. I know. Sony went in the following generation and this upcoming generation was like, we're not going to play these games. We're going to beat Microsoft at their own game. And they did. And now Microsoft is coming back. It's like, well, bitch, we got Bethesda. And now, well, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm tripping right now. I really am. But you know, this is what is going to happen because Bethesda already has two games in development for the PS5 to be timed exclusives. Um, Deathloop, and it's another game as well. I forgot the other name. It eclipses me because it's not really on my personal radar. But they're still going to be timed exclusives for the PS5 because the 
contract is already in set in stone. Can't break that kind of stuff legally. But this is what's going to happen. This is my prediction, right? I predict that for the games that have not been announced, they're going to either start off as Xbox exclusives and Game Pass exclusives, and then after like a few months or maybe a year, then they'll be ported over to Stadia, to Nintendo if possible, and the PlayStation 5, of course, as well. Because, I mean, we've noticed that Microsoft bought, was it Mahjong, who owns Minecraft, and Minecraft is still on the PlayStation 5. It's still a Nintendo Cuphead, if I'm not mistaken, is a Microsoft game, too. And that's everywhere now. So I think they're going to do it on a case-by-case basis. Like the big-name games, like Elder Scrolls, I'd be shocked if they decided to make Elder Scrolls like an exclusive to like the Xbox ecosystem only. But time will tell. And we'll see what happens. I do think that Microsoft needs more exclusives. I believe that they do need more first-party support. And they'll get there. I think that they will. I'm a really big fan of video games in general. So if I see that there's a game on Xbox that makes me want to buy an Xbox, I'll buy it. I mean, I did that with the Xbox One. I keep saying that because I really did like the Xbox solely for Sunset Overdrive. I thought Sunset Overdrive was like the greatest thing ever. But, you know, I guess I was the only one because it flopped. Probably would have done better on PlayStation, but whatever. I'm going to keep saying that until I die, okay? I'm so serious about that. Sunset Overdrive was freaking phenomenal, okay? But even though I'm getting my PlayStation 5 at launch, I will probably end up getting a Xbox, maybe Series S. I don't know yet, because like that, the SSD, it's not a lot of memory, so I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> but I know they have like the little expansion base, but if you buy the one or two terabyte expansion bay for the Series S or X, especially for the S, you may as well just buy the Series X for the same price. In my humble, humble opinion. And then you'll have like the better system anyway. But that little small trailer for... um, What's that game? Oh my goodness, Fable. The little trailer for Fable, it looks good. I kind of want to play it. I've never played a Fable game before, but it's intriguing. You put out good games and the people will follow. You know what I mean? And I love like story-driven games. I'm not really a fan of multiplayer games. Unless they're like kind of ditzy like Fall Guys. It's pretty cool. I like Fall Guys a lot, actually. And I like, you know, Super Smash Bros. Or, you know, Animal Crossing somewhat Call of Duty when it comes to, like, zombies, you know what I mean? But, like, I'm not really a big multiplayer um, multiplayer person. Like, a lot of my favorite games are single-player experiences, or they're, like, coach co-op. I kind of miss those days. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But I do think that this was a smart move on Microsoft's part, definitely. And time will tell what happens after that. I'm really excited though. The, the 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 war is is kicking up now. The, the the game wars are back. Sony's out for blood. Microsoft's out for blood. Nintendo's over there with their chicken wings and the angry orchard on the side, just chilling until they make their next announcement. Because Nintendo is watching. 
they're watching and they're in their own league. So they're like, I'm going to let the two power boxes destroy each other. And I'm going to be sitting over here, sipping real slow, enjoying my 20 piece. (laughs) (laughs) But for real, like Nintendo is definitely going to do some sort of an update to the Nintendo switch. Whether it's a pro or a brand new system, I don't know, but they will. They're not going to lose all the third-party support that they've gained over this generation. Like, it's just it's not going to happen. I think they like having third-party support, finally, after, I don't know, 20-something years. But the the console wars are, are picking up, and it's in really different directions, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many potential possibilities now, especially with this Bethesda situation with Microsoft. Now, let me go back to that real quick. What if they launch the Bethesda game straight up on Game Pass, right, with the subscription services? And it says, hey, they're exclusive to Game Pass, right? So you don't have to really pay anything extra to play them because they're on Game Pass. But if you want to play them on another platform, you have to spend the full $60, $70, $80 on the game. And... I wouldn't be mad at Microsoft. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if they chose that because I don't really find the the game subscription streaming services like that viable for the actual game developers. I just don't see where it's viable for like a hundred million dollar game. Like these budgets are astronomical. So they said that there's like maybe 10 to 15 people with Game Pass subscriptions, I don't see where that's helping the the developers at all. But it's cool though. Sony's going in one direction. Microsoft's going in another direction. Nintendo being La La Land with the edibles. You know what I'm saying? They just be chilling. So that's why I love Nintendo. Nintendo just being their own little fucking world. I love it. (laughs) But I'm really, really excited to see what happens next. It's going to be awesome. And I'm not going to lie, I'm very curious to see what Xbox does this time. This is their redemption period. They have a lot of potential to do really great things. And even though I prefer everything about the PlayStation, the controller, the exclusives that they do have, that I've been invested in for decades, you know... I'm open to see what Microsoft is going to do next. I was never the biggest Nintendo fan either. Nintendo's really won me over with the Wii U and the Switch. They're amazing systems, you know? So I'm I'm very, very... I'm cautiously optimistic that Microsoft will turn things around and build a solid first-party situation. Definitely. They just have to do better with their designs because I swear... There's never been a sleek Xbox system ever. Maybe the, not even the One X. They're just like blah to me in the looks department. They're just bulky. I'm really sad the PlayStation 5 is as big as it is. But I'll have to live with it because at least it's pretty. (laughs) But on that note, I'm going to go ahead and head out. I'd love to know what you all think about this whole Bethesda situation with Microsoft. You can 
add me on Instagram at erratic underscore unicorn. You can add me on Twitter at underscore erratic unicorn. I'm also on Facebook as erratic unicorn. I am now on YouTube as well. I'm going to start posting my podcast on YouTube because I've had like three people ask me to do it. And I, I was kind of in about YouTube, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do it. I'm going to start putting podcasts on YouTube as well. Why not? (sighs) But yeah, so add me there and I'm out. See you guys later. Bye.